broadcasting on the BBC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the BBC. Hello, Welcome Home listeners. Thank you for joining us on episode 28 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with Damon and Trevor, as always. And actually, we, we've got Damon for the second podcast in a row. Awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Damon's happy to be here, too. And I know, you know, Damon's got so many fans uh, as well. So all the, all the fan email we get for Damon. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You know, when you're that guy that doesn't that doesn't go along with the sheep, you know, people That's, like you. <laughs> what are you trying to say about us? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, so I wanted to start off today with, um, you know, sometimes and and those of you that listen to the show, if you belong to any Facebook groups about DVC or about Disney, you'll probably see me out there sometimes commenting on things. Trevor comments on things. Damon, I think you might comment on things occasionally, but. Uh, so this was a, a something I've heard many times, and, and it's it's called First Welcome Home. And I wanted to see if you guys heard about this, because I had heard a variety of times people post on Facebook like, oh, my guide told me that, uh, you know, because I'm a new I just purchased, uh, you know, they're going to help me get my first reservation. And I'm like, that just sounds like a sales tactic. That doesn't sound like a legit thing. But I so I kind of got into not a really an argument. It was a friendly argument, you know, back and forth where I was skeptical of this. And the person was telling me, trying to tell me that this was a legit thing that Disney was doing called First Welcome Home. And I was like, uh, you know, I'm just kind of skeptical about that. And and what the, the thought behind it is, apparently, if you buy directly from Disney for DVC, they will help you find your first reservation and can sometimes pull rooms from like the cash inventory. So like if if there's no room showing available on the system, they can go and pull rooms that weren't showing as available. And that just seemed dubious to me. So I actually reached out to DVC and got an email from them about this. Um, and so I and I, I don't know. Had you guys heard about this? Is this a thing that was told to you when you purchased? Because it wasn't told to me. I'd never heard of this. Uh, yeah, I actually did this when you did? I bought. Yeah. Oh. So. So my rep, uh, Don Deal, for, for anyone that's listening, um, Don, fantastic guy at uh, DBC, um, he told us this is that when, because we said we were planning a trip, and so we were about, uh, we were nine months out, and he said, yeah, no, we're, we will find you something at uh, the Polynesian. And so he actually went off, um, like we, we were on the phone with him, he put us on hold, he went off and he got someone from the booking side of dvc and we and so we had a three-way call with them and um, we gave them our dates and everything and this this nice lady helped us do our first booking so yeah i honestly i so to me i was i i just kind of assumed that everybody knew this (laughs) i I mean i had i had heard people say it before i just didn't know it had like a name and was like a legit thing i just i assumed it was like a sales tactic i didn't realize it was a real thing that disney offered i i just i don't they never told us about that when we signed up and I, i don't know damon did they say anything to you about it i mean is that something you knew about Again, I, I don't have those problems, so I think they just knew. <laughs> Damon gets every reservation he wants for those that are new to this show. Yeah. So no, I, I actually didn't hear about it, but again, I did not have any problems with my first one. So it's interesting. Yeah, and so I mean, I can understand. So if you're if you're not within 
you know, the windows there, or if you're really close, like if you're buying and then you're wanting to go in three months, I can understand how that would be an issue. And so this would be a nice thing. And, and, it, but I'll, I'll read the email that DVC sent me because I, I do think it's interesting to read. And, and, you know, so what they said was, uh, we do offer a first welcome home to new members who purchase directly from Disney vacation club. So it's only for direct purchases. Uh, according to this email now, DVC might be telling me that, you know, because they don't want people to buy resale. But I, it seems to me like this is a benefit that's for people just that people that, that buy direct. And it says during the sales process, new members are advised that we will do our best to assist them in trying to confirm their initial reservation as they often do not uh, do not have the opportunity to confirm inventory at the 11 or seven month booking window. The assistance is on a one time basis and only for the very first reservation confirmed. So yeah. I, I just thought that was really interesting. And, and and that last part's actually very important too. So like for us is that, you know, we did our first booking in September and then because of the hurricane, we had to cancel it. So um, they, I mean, I wasn't, I wouldn't have expected it anyway, but if I had gone back and said, well, you know, I didn't get to do my first booking for this reason. I mean, they may have done it because of the hurricane. They may have done it again, but because that was my first reservation. And I think the trick is, is that they don't want, you know, people, like you know you buy your first time and you keep pushing it out pushing it out pushing it out and and you know kind of holding on to this this reservation i guess or this you know this first time reservation so i can see why they only let you do it as a like this your very first time we will yeah. do our best to get you what we can so yeah, and I mean, I think it's a cool little benefit and just to to, to buying direct especially if you're going to want to go right away uh so I mean, I, I just thought this was interesting and I wanted to bring it up because, A, there's not a lot of DVC news. And, you know, we like to talk DVC on the show because it is a DVC podcast. Um, but, B, because this was something that came up. And, and to those of you listening that I may have argued with on Facebook, my apologies. You were right. Um, you know, I was definitely wrong about this. And, and that's why I reached out to DVC because I just wanted to see if that was something that was legitimate and not just something that people were saying that they heard, you know, you should have just asked me, Tom, I would have told you. Well, that's why we have the show. All right. That's a, it's more fun to argue with people on Facebook, Trevor. So, so. Yeah. I, I enjoy, I enjoy the conversation. Uh, so this is true. Yeah, so, and, uh, hopefully it's, it's always, uh, you know, people always see it as, as a, a nice conversation as opposed to a combative one. So, <laughs> but anyway, uh, I just wanted to talk about that. I thought it was interesting. I thought it was uh, something that was uh, a neat first thing. So this is uh, something we talked about and I don't think Damon, I don't think you were on the show when we were talking about this, but, or maybe you were, uh, but w- we were talking a couple of weeks ago. There was a rumor that Disney was going to debut, uh, a digital key, uh, where you were going to be able to uh, unlock your hotel room from your from your My Disney Experience app, um, and so that's actually been confirmed now. That's going to be something that is rolling out uh, over the next couple weeks. Here, uh, first, it's going to start at Wilderness Lodge, and then it's going to be followed by other resorts. I think this is really cool, um, but I, I would definitely be interested to see what you guys think. I didn't see any of the. There's a video out there of how this all works, but I didn't see any information about the security behind it or anything like that. Because I'm assuming you're going to have to put in a PIN number or something like that. But I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't see it as a real benefit. I don't see it as anything that's any different than what we already have. I mean, are you not carrying your wallet everywhere, but you're carrying your phone? Like, It's not a benefit to me, and it's no more or less secure than what you had on your key card. I mean, they're they're hackable just like a phone's hackable. Like, I... I don't really see any difference or any benefit for me. I just think it's, you know, something that's nice for certain people, but, you know, no benefit. 
Yeah, I guess it's also, um, it, well, like the way that they sold it when I read is, you know, it, it's an alternative to the magic band and the card and all that, right? So I guess if you're there and you don't want to wear a magic band or, you know, you're there for a trip and you're not planning on going to the park, so you don't really need to be wearing your magic band, it's nice to have, you know, a single device, which I guess it's also assumed that, you but, know, mo- most people have a phone on them at all times, right? So, so, so let's just say, though, right? So, you know, all right, fine for your magic band if you don't have that. But, I mean, I, I don't see this as a better option than just giving you the option of the key card, which, again, there's a question. I mean, can you still get a key card if you have magic bands as an option? Yes. Okay, so, Because not everybody has a magic band. And, and the key card is just an RFID card. So, it, I mean, it's really it's the, same, the thing. same thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I just didn't know if you could, like, ask for an extra card even if you had magic bands. Like, not a one I, or the other. Could you I, have I mean, both? I, I would I, assume they, they're not going to just deny you access to the room you paid for, however yeah, you choose I, I to think, get it. So. I think it's still an option. I think you can still get a, a key card to the room because I've seen people so, use so them. What, what is the true benefit of this? Unless, you know, what we're talking about is saving money from key cards? I mean, what is the benefit here? Like, <laughs> well, for, for Disney... It's also that um, seamless experience, I guess, is where they're trying to get to. Where you know, you where can do are your... you that you don't have your magic band? Well, you know, you're doing your online check-in, right? So you're coming from, you're traveling from somewhere. Let's say you don't have a magic band, because again, you know, not not everybody likes the magic bands. Not everybody likes to wear them necessarily. But let's say you know you're coming in from from an airport somewhere. You get off the plane. You go straight to your hotel. You don't have to stop at the front desk or anything, which again, you know, same as the magic bands. And I think it's just meant to be an alternative. So you can just, you know, walk up, scan I into your room. I can see that as done. a first time, like, especially if you're getting in late or something like that. I can see that as a benefit. Just, I want to get to my room, I'll deal with my magic bands tomorrow. Like, I, I guess I could see that. But I mean, when do you actually, you get your magic bands when you make your reservation or when you buy your tickets? Uh, so you get your mag- magic bands. They ship them out 30 days before your reservation. However, I will also uh, point out that if you're international like myself, they don't ship you your magic bands. So they're waiting for me at the resort. So, so if I book but don't buy tickets, let's say I just decide I'm going to Disney, but I'm not buying tickets. I'm still getting my magic band shipped to me 30 days before. Yes, because that's tied to the reservation or to the okay. hotel reservation, not to the park ticket. So again, this is really only for international travelers that are coming in that maybe don't want to get their magic bands at that point. This would be a benefit for them. Or someone who really hates magic bands. <laughs> but then how are you getting into the park without magic bands? I don't know, and it's probably a lot of hassle. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's the thing, because you still have to use your magic band for everything else. It's really, this is just for the hotel room. Well, I, I suppose you could actually get a card for the for the park i mean but again how awkward would that be right and and i guess it's also you know like people are are like they got those um what are those things called that that you can take the magic band out of and you put it into another little like the the little pendant things that you have because it's like a it's just a puck in the new magic bands that you can take out and put into other things yeah so I, I guess they're just trying to give people options is all it is. I wonder, though, too, is this a precursor to them getting rid of Magic Bands altogether and putting everything on your phone? 
You know you what I mean? Like do that? Well, how don't they do they that in though? Disneyland? I mean, isn't that how Disneyland is, right? They don't have no. magic bands, right? But they're still on uh, so cards. Yeah, they're they? still on cards. They're still using cards, right? Yeah, but so, they, don't you do your fast passes through your phone? I mean, like through your smartphone and everything, though. Uh, you do now, but they still offer the paper fast passes as well. Okay, gotcha. So I don't um, know. I'm just curious. Yeah. I'm just throwing it out there. I have no I idea. I don't. If... I don't think. I mean, that would be weird because you you can't expect. You know, here's the other problem with this. What you know, digital key. It's the same kind of thing that we dealt with on the cruise. Is that, you know, now you actually have to have somebody that's like IT on board to fix this stuff, right? Because <laughs> yeah. when you get a magic band, it's a magic band. It works, and that's it, right? And if it doesn't, you get another magic band. It's but true. this is what we ran into. So on my phone, I was something happened with the ship, and they had to reboot everything, and my phone couldn't send texts anymore to everybody else, right? And, so they had to reset it, but like you couldn't reset it yourself. You had to go to like the little IT area, which amazingly enough is the DVC people as well, right? So mm-hmm. they're kind of dual dual purpose. Doing both. Uh, yeah, they do that, and then like the photos, like it's all in that same little area. Um, but he had to reset my phone, and it was like the last day. It was such a disaster. But you're kind of opening up that same can of worms now, right? Like, so all right, well, my digital key doesn't work. All right, well, do you have a phone that was made and you know? the last two years like, yeah how, how many different from configurations are there yeah. yeah yeah i mean i think that uh, yeah i think that's just going to be a problem and, and again i don't truly see the benefit of it so i mean great options are great but i don't see a true overwhelming need for it more than you know you know it, i guess it's kind of cool and <laughs> exactly. I, again I, I i think it's just you know there's no need it's just a it's a fancy toy for those that want to do it. Right. And, and actually I think it's also too, that, um, a lot of other hotels offer this, right? Yeah. So, yeah but they don't have magic fans though. That's right. That's true. But, that's true. Yeah. but <laughs> explain, sorry, explain to the non Disney people, you know, the, the not us people <laughs> about yeah, magic fans, I guess you know, they're so. not always <laughs> sold on it. That's true. I, I just see yeah. a, an increased cost with this. That's true. the only thing that I see without a true honest to goodness, unless like you, you like you are going to get rid of magic bands and that would be seems crazy. But, you know, I mean, I guess it's possible you could you could do the same thing, right, where you have the, the card. You say, hey, listen, magic bands are not the default. Your phone is. But if you don't have a phone that it works with, we'll get you a magic band and maybe there's an upcharge. Yeah. Right. And that would be a money saving tip. I could I could see that, I, and I, but at the same time, you know, I, I know I brought that up, but I, I they probably make so much money off the accessories for those yes. Magic Bands. Yep. I mean, people buy that. I mean, and they have a ton of accessories for the Magic Bands. Well, and also just the special edition ones, all the stuff that they put out with those. I can't see true. them really getting rid of it. I just wanted to throw that out there. And, and here's the full stop to that as well, is that Magic Bands are bound to every individual in your party. So... Um, so that's a thing as well is that, you know, when you go to scan for a fast pass or a reservation or anything, every person in your party has to have a magic band. So that's kids and adults. Yeah, yeah. You don't expect every kid to be carrying around a smartphone. Or, well, I mean, well, yeah. most don't, but yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> but, well, but, that, but that's the true, right? Is, you know, like Damon, are you, are you going to go buy phones for all your kids right now if they took away magic bands? Who's to say my kids don't all have phones already? <laughs> okay, let's say your kids didn't have phones. Would you shell out for three new phones? My un- my, <laughs> my kids are now underprivileged and don't have phones. <laughs> I, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. I, I, again, I, I, yeah. I see that as as kind of a problem. I, and I just I just don't see the benefit. I just see a downside for Disney in terms of iting this, 
um, w- without a true benefit. And that's just confusing to me. I, I don't, they don't normally make decisions like that. I, I think that's the thing. You know, I, I see it the same way. And I, I think that's because you, you and me, Damon, we, we both work in IT. So we see the other side of this where yeah. there is, there is a lot of maintenance to these kinds of applications. And yeah, every time somebody comes in with their own device and there's something weird with it and, you know, it works for everybody else, but there's always that one person that, yep. that it doesn't work for. Right. I mean, it's, it's a nightmare. <laughs> But, you know, I guess they've kind of already started that with the Lyft stuff, you know what I mean, with the minivans. It's the same sort of thing. Maybe it's just the same people because there is a, a number. So when we, we were down there and they were doing the minivans and they were just in the demo mode and we had to get a special code and had to call up the IT department. First of all, they were very nice, as all things Disney are, and they were very knowledgeable. And they got us working rather quickly. But maybe it's just the same people. You know, I guess the other way to look at it is, are those people so busy Maybe they just need more work. Well, we can just kind of pile it on them. Say, listen, now you're in charge of, you know, Lyft and you're in charge of this app. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's a really funny point about it. But <laughs> I didn't think we were going to talk about this topic for this long. This is fun. <laughs> it's no, an I think we beat thing. it to the ground now. At yeah. this point, Did we? I, I don't yeah. know. I mean, I think we can talk about. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I, I, what, what I will say is I've had situations before where I could see this being useful. For example, uh, we had a friend come and meet us one time, like mid-trip, and we were in the parks when they arrived at the hotel, and we had their magic band. So, I, in that situation, it was under the you know reservation was under my name, so they probably would have been able to go to the room and be able to go and you know relax in the room instead of you know just having to wander around until we got back from the park. So I could see that being maybe a situation, but I think you guys are right. I don't see a lot of applications for this. I don't see a lot of benefit to it, but. It is another way to get into your room, and Disney's about features and convenience and things like that. And and I think this is another great added thing to to have. So, not saying I'm going to use it. I, I I don't see myself using it anytime. But maybe I'll just try it when I get to the room. In just to try it two weeks. Yeah, just, just to say that I did it, and then I'll put my magic band on and completely forget about it. Okay, exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of wish I had a magic band in everyday but isn't life. Is it just at the Wilderness Lodge? For now, yes. Oh yeah, so that's how true. Are you might try it out. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe I'll go to the Wilderness Lodge and try and, and book a room. Some- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Interview somebody. You guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't know. They haven't given a timetable when the rest of the resorts are going to roll out. But I'm assuming if everything goes well at Wilderness Lodge, it'll be pretty quick after that because the technology's not all that dissimilar from uh, from the way the Magic Bands work. Uh, and I'm sure it's going to be pretty easy to roll out everywhere. But I mean, who knows? So. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys, did you see this new thing at Pandora? This went like viral. This was all over the place. Yeah, the stupid Pan- looking. You, don't, you think it's stupid looking, Damon? Stupid the, looking. The Pandora utility yeah. suit? I thought it was yeah, cool. It looks pretty. It's not up to Disney snuff. Let's put it that way. That's how I feel. Really? Wow. I thought it was cool. Well, it's not Disney either, though, right? Because it's, it's like Avatar. Storm or whatever it is. <laughs> it's yeah. it, last time I checked, it's still in Disney World, right? So it's got to be sure. up to the rest right. of Disney World snuff. Oh man, um, I thought it looked really cool. No, uh, it's like it's the same way I feel about the Transformers when I see them at I was uh, going to say that. Yeah, it's, it at, reminds at, me Universal. of Transformers. Yeah, <laughs> it's the same sort of thing like when you see the Transformers at Universal again, I can only comment on that cuz I have not seen this stuff at Pandora. It, it's like it's a shell of what you envision it to be and they just don't have the technology to do it just yet. This is kind of how I feel about this. I mean, it's okay, right? But if I was to envision this from the movie, it would be a lot cooler. It would well, be a lot more robotic and cool. So, 
So I guess th- there's there's two things to this. Is one the this mech suit is not the one from the movie because in terms of the storyline, this Pandora is like ten years later. So it's not a military battle suit. It's like a maintenance yeah. suit. And also, it re- actually reminds me of the suit that Sigourney Weaver used in Aliens. I was thinking the same <laughs> thing. The same exact thing. I was like, it looks like that without the arms, like the big, you know, like yeah, forklift the big, arms. The big yep. fork. Yeah, because it, it, yeah, it looks like a utility thing. And also, um, so from my standpoint, when I showed the video to my son, um, uh, yeah, to me, it's, you know, it, it's a little cheesy and all that, but my son's eyes lit up. And he thought it was the most amazing thing, and he wants to see one of these things live when we go down there. So for all the cheesiness and everything around it, I'm willing to to suspend my disbelief of it just for the sake of, you know, it's going to be an experience for my son at the very least. So That's true. I'll, I'll, give, him, I'll give him that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I'm sure in person it looks a lot cooler. I, the thing that does get me about that one is I was looking at it and I was like, those are obviously fake legs in the front. He's obviously standing up straight, and those those yeah, legs look really stilts. fake. Yeah. They look really bad. Um, that's the one thing that got me. But I did really... I, I thought it was cool. I, I like anything like this. And kind of to Damon's point, they want to do more than that, right? And I, the technology is just not there yet. So in my mind, this is like version one, right? You know, this is a place to start from. You know, and, and actually, it's funny. When you say the technology is not there yet... Um, so I follow a lot of um, like Comic Con uh, type things, and for, for anyone who's been to a comic expo, um, cosplayers are people that you know dress up as characters from whether it be video games or um, comics or anime or whatever. And some of the costumes that I've seen these hobbyists do are like way way impressive, like like mechanically functioning costumes like they've they've got bits and pieces on them that actually work so to say that that disney is not there with the technology i mean maybe they're just not talking to the right people (laughs) see so again i'm a big comic-con person i've been to new york comic-con on press passes for feels like forever i think last year and the year before the two years i did not go so the the only thing i would say is is I, i you know i don't know i think it's in the same vein i want a robot like that's what I'm saying when the technology is not there. I'm not talking about you know how good or how much time you want to spend on your cosplay, right? I want a robot. Like, why can't I get a robot? Like, that's I guess what I'm saying in terms of not there yet. I want to see a dude in a real robot where he doesn't have to pick his like like the robot's moving and he's got a joystick and that thing's going. Then then I'll be okay. I get what you're saying. I, I don't know if a theme park would be the first place I would test that out. But I, I do. I get I your point. No, I could. I could. I could see Disney doing something along those lines, right? I mean, at the end of the day, I don't, it, I'm not saying that I want a sentient robot that's just going to roam the park and stomp on people's heads, right? Like, because yeah, I get you there. I'm saying just give me the guy in a suit with a joystick rather than you know with a real robot rather than him having to pick his legs up and move just, around and stuff like that. You just made me think of the Simpsons episode with Itchy and Scratchy Land where all the robots go crazy and yes. start trying to kill the kids. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's what I was just thinking of. What could go wrong? What could go, yeah, what could go wrong, right? <laughs> um, I, You know, I, I do think, though, that this is... I, I And I when I look at this, I go, okay, this is some of the stuff they're going to be doing at Star Wars Land, too, well, you know? I think that the, the other thing about this is is that while it is interesting, like 
it's one thing, right? Is is this, you know, this utility suit person, are, are we going to get more of this, right? I think that's the other thing that sometimes that's tough for me in Disney is that, you know, when there's one of something and it's very difficult to find, and again, we don't know the schedules. I'm just, you know, making an assumption here that, you know, this guy's not going to be walking around 24-7. Maybe he will. Maybe he'll be easy to find everywhere and you can hang out and talk with him at your own leisure. I don't know. But, like, give me, like, ten things. You know what I mean? Like, you got one of those? Give me ten of them. Get, you know, ten different things. Like Robot say, army? <laughs> robot army. You know, I think that would be a lot more interesting. So, again, I don't know if there's just going to be one, right? It is just kind of a test at this point. Maybe there will be more. Maybe there will be a lot more interactions. But I think that's what leads us right into that Star Wars discussion. Is this is this a test for something at Star Wars Land? I, I don't know what. But, again, what I'm looking for is that more park immersion and one of things, especially things that are not a specific proper character per se, um, just doesn't do it for me, right? Like, I don't want to see five, uh, I'm pulling now of, you know, again, it's the same thing, right? You're not going to see five Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse, people dressed up as Mickey Mouse, you know, at the same time in an area. But, you know, we see a lot of stormtroopers, right? That, that gives it a different feel when there's like 20 stormtroopers rather than just one or two. If that kind of makes sense. No, that, I mean, that's true. Like, when you see the army of stormtroopers coming through, it's it's definitely different than just one hanging out, you know? Exactly. I know what you mean. So, uh, so I guess in, in terms of Star Wars, it would be like, you know, going into the cantina and seeing, like, a bunch of different aliens yeah. of all shapes and sizes, and you kind of... And yeah, you're right, is that would be way more impressive than Wait, just, you know, one. Did you guys talk about the, the, the newest um, Star Wars hotel video? Or did we just skip that, even though that's probably the coolest thing I've seen in the last few weeks? <laughs> I think we might have talked about that a couple of weeks ago, the the last one that was out there. Okay, I'm just making sure. I'm just making sure. I, you guys I didn't think there's been any updates on it since. I thought there was one in the past two weeks. But I, I could be wrong. I'm always late to the game, so that doesn't surprise me if I am. I mean, I, I haven't seen one recently, but I had seen the one uh, that just kind of, it was kind of brief and it just had a couple more scenes in it. Of what it's going to look like? Am I wrong about that? Is like there, with the ships one? flying outside the window? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the one I saw. I thought there was one on um, Disney's actual official site recently. I'm probably wrong, though. I, I just, again, I just probably didn't talk about it. I probably missed that episode, so. Uh, you might have, because we did talk about something like that, so. Yeah, and unfortunately, I mean, it's, we we don't really know anything beyond that yet. I so. think maybe I'm like dreaming this. I, I've had some very interesting <laughs> dreams, but like I felt like it like gave me just a little bit more than we had seen recently. But now as I, you know, I'm going over the web, maybe I'm just I dreamt well, it. I don't know. There was there was another video that came out a couple weeks ago that showed just a couple like the what the room is going to look like. And then like, yeah, a I think that was it. Lobby Did you guys area. talked about that. I don't remember. Did we? <laughs> I don't think we really did because I didn't. Well, let's talk about it. <laughs> I, 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 but now I, I can't find the video really talk though. Because yeah, it, it was it was it was so minor. It was just like two scenes. Right? Yeah, but then, I mean, two scenes is huge. Like I'm all about that. Like that hotel is like on my list of like you know things that get me excited about Disney. Well, right? we do we do have that on our list to talk about, but that's under the rumor category, so we can all wait right, to we'll talk t- about it. We'll or talk we can... about it then. All right, yeah. sure. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, all right. So we do think, uh, you know, we th- feel like this could be better, but it, it is, I, I still find it kind of cool. I, I find any of these types of things cool. 
uh, you know, whenever they can do them, you know, it, it, to me, it's the same kind of thing as like the talking Mickey head and the things like that. But um, I, I, I get what your what your point is on that. Um, now, I Damon, I put this I wasn't even going to talk about this, but I put this on our list today to talk about because I know again, you were... how could we not talk about this? though? <laughs> I mean, this is so, huge. So I, I was it last week or the week before. I think it was, it was last, last, last show. It was last show. We talked about. Um, the uh, technology behind the Millennium Falcon ride. Uh, and now we've got some test footage from that same conference where they revealed some of the uh, technology behind it. Uh, and, I, you know, I looked at the footage and I, my first thought was, okay, this was recorded secretly on a cell phone and doesn't look good based on that. But And also, it is still test footage, right? It's still early on. But yeah. I, know, I know, Damon, you felt like it looked terrible. Uh, you know, again, I'm not... I'm not looking for the bootleg videographer, you know, angle. I'm just looking from the straight up CGI part of it. It's it's interesting. I I don't know if this is running full throttle, right? That that's the one thing we don't really know yet. If this is running full throttle with those Nvidia, you know, GPUs, we don't know that. But for me, the problem that I have with it a little bit is it's still too CGI. Like when the movies come out, you have the CGI layered with this live action stuff, right? And it makes it feel more real. Like, I think the scene that kind of gets me and, again, just cheeses me out to boot is the, what did we finally say? You know, ATATs, ATATs. What did we decide was the official uh I think we were here? told that they're ATATs. <laughs> we were okay. told ATAT, at, yes. And every okay. time I say ATAT, I'm sure somebody gets angry at me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the ATATs, as they're falling down, which again is so cheesy because that's <laughs> not going to ever happen, right? Like, but that being said, I look at them and they just don't. They don't look like they're in the movie. Like, here's the thing: make them look like they're th- like the movie ones. Like, why is there a discrepancy there, right? So, so that's what I'm having a tough time with. And again, I don't know the ride. We, we, we none of us really know the ride. But why are we even GPUing this at this point? Like, what is what is the benefit of that GPU over video footage? And I think that's what I think. Maybe we don't know just yet. And maybe, but it just doesn't look like the movie. And I think at this point, like, it should look like the movie, not some CGI. That's my opinion. And those things are the, like, they look the worst. And it's like I said, the mall falling over is the cheesiest thing ever. But (laughs) aren't those supposed to be the ones from the most recent episode, like the New Order ad-ats? Yeah, yeah. But I'm not saying that they, what I'm saying is that if I look at the shading and the detail, it's not there. Right, right. Like, it, it doesn't look real. It, it doesn't, like I said, that that's where I'm having a problem. And again, I'm I'm wondering, I'm wondering why. I mean, I guess it must have some VR aspect of it, right? Because then that kind of keys you in on what you can kind of look around and see. You know, same thing as the Pandora ride flight passage, right? Because you have to be able to look around a little bit. But again, I feel like, aren't we there yet? Like, aren't we to the point where? You know, if I went out and bought the most expensive computer that Disney could buy that, like, I'm pretty realistic looking, you know, in terms of generation. But again, I I don't know why we're doing it on the fly, which, again, is definitely the hindrance. But so I I guess my thought on this is that one, it I mean, that that cannot be the final footage, right? Like, I mean, this is probably them just testing, you know, 
how the ride feels and you know i'm sure somebody you know like like they they did all this up as like here's the preliminary and then they're going to go back over it multiple times and you know so like all the, sh- the all the shaders and shaders are off yeah. and textures are off right Is yeah that exactly that's I, I think so yeah <laughs> yeah i i think it's that and also yeah it's especially the fact too is you know we don't have the custom screens that they're doing for it we it's being shot on a cell phone um it's not like I know it's the footage from the ride, but it's so far removed from what we're actually going to see as a final product. Like, I mean, it's it's great to kind of you know see well, how well, it's going to go. You hope but, that's the case, yeah. Right, that, yes, that's that's yeah. the problem, right? We hope that's the case. Yeah, I, I, I guess like I said, I'm looking at is you know there there's just there's so many other things that that we've been told about that are that go in line with this. That I mean, it's yeah, watching cell phone footage of anything just doesn't do it for me. <laughs> I mean, but cell phone footage doesn't change the detail and textures of CGI. You're right. right. Like, and, and and I'm saying that this is not the final video that they're working with. Okay. I mean, I, I hope so. There, there's no way it is. There's no way that, you know, but, they, they figured out, oh, yeah, you know, we've got this all. Like, the video was the first thing we figured out. Like, I'm sure they're doing it as they go. <laughs> but you know what I find interesting is, is that it, it doesn't look like it doesn't look like alpha footage of a game either, right? Because again, th- this takes me back to this whole video game discussion, right? Where I, I find this is very video game-ish rather than movie-ish. Uh, I mean, I know the distinction, you know, the line is getting blurred more and more, but that that's how I feel about this. It just, it seems too good to be like alpha or beta footage though too, right? That That's what, that's what scares me a little bit. It's just good enough to make me think that it's pretty close to what we might get. I mean, and that's possible. I, I just think, I, I mean, obviously, Industrial Light and Magic are going to be doing this, right? And I, I, I just think they're they're so well-known for, for putting together. I mean, if you like the CGI that is in the Star Wars films, then I think I would assume you're going to also be satisfied with this, too, if they're doing it the same way but uh, not with if the same people. But remember, you know? when you're doing a movie, you're not rendering real time. Right? Oh, oh, yeah. No, that's true. So, that's That's very true. That's totally true. I don't know. I I feel that between now and what is it, whatever it is, two two and a half have, years from now. Well, yeah, we'll whoa, guess a whoa, year. I don't know. It's yeah, twenty nineteen. Not, not, not two 20, and a half years. Okay, sorry, twenty nineteen. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, so, they still have over a year, though. I mean, it's still a year away. But but I I feel that between now and then, there there's some poor team of guys that are going to watch this footage like. A million times. And another, you know, 50,000 <laughs> times going through and and tweaking things. I I, I want to believe that this is not what the final product is going to look like. <laughs> and it's funny. Has anyone, like, read some of the comments on there? Like, they, they no, kind of cracked me bad? up. Are they They're funny. <laughs> like, people are like, it looks very much like Universal Attractions. And that actually is 100% the case. Like, it does remind me of, like, King Kong. And then, like people, Spider Man, yeah, yeah, exactly, something like that. Um, it, it's just, it's just kind of funny because it is, you know. Well, it's the internet, so of course, no one likes it. Right? Like, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we're, we're all armchair experts, you know. Of course, we are. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> the thing that's, I will say, the thing that's encouraging. Not even talking about this ride, but talking about the other ride in Star Wars Land. It does seem like a lot of that is going to be real. Like, so what, there's what probably other ride in Star Wars Land. The um, Battle Escape ride, the the one that's like got the massive show building, um, where you're going to be in like a it's it's got it's from what we've seen it's going to be like a trackless ride, uh, and you're going to be in you know like a little transport type of thing, and assuming that you're trying to escape from 
from a, a cruiser or something. I don't know. But from all reports, I mean, they there were uh, shots while they were building the building of like these, you know, giant. Um, oh my gosh, I, Star Wars fans are going to kill me here. What 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 are those called again? The the big giant walker Ad-ass. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The okay. thing that we just talked about five seconds. Were those, ago? Are those Ad-ass? I'm sorry. I, I'm actually yeah. not. I'm not a huge Star Wars fan, to believe it or not. I, I well, like Star I, Wars. No, I, I understand yeah. that, but you're not a huge fan of listening to what we said literally that's, two minutes well, ago. I didn't know that that's what they were. <laughs> but anyway, but they were showing. They had. To, they were. Those were so large. The actual props and our they host were using. Tom. There we go. <laughs> but they were so large that they had to put them in the building before they built the building. So, and there was a lot of rumors that there was going to be like hundreds of animatronic stormtroopers. So I heard there's going to be something like eighteen. X-Wings like I don't again like I don't know if I'm dreaming this stuff up or I just see I mean, it somewhere I don't they, know they've built many real X-Wings they've been showing sharing pictures of that so they they have built some real ones already that they've been showing but I don't know if they're in the ride or if they're just going to be around the land or something but I heard I, there was like a fleet of them again like this is yeah please all, all rumors and it all could be in my head but like I thought there no, was like no you're right so they're, they're, we're gonna like go through a hangar full of X-Wings or something yeah, and they're going to be real. They're going to be physical. So there probably still be, be screens be real. involved. But yeah, <laughs> like I get one flying with R two D two and save I mean, the universe if you want to. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I actually do. I think from the oh, I may, and I might get you know killed for this, but I think one of the concept pictures of like the ride vehicle. I think there was like an R two type unit in the front of it. Oh, of course there has to be. I mean, yeah. that, that, how could there not be? Or, or a BB-type unit, right? Something? Yeah, something like that. But I, I think I could be wrong. Wait, hold on. Tom, have you at least seen all the movies? I, I, I have seen I've seen none of the prequels, and I've seen all of the movies. At, well, that's you know, okay. We're not going to yeah. be upset about that. We'll, no, we'll I, forgive you for that. <laughs> well, that's, you know, when I first decided to watch them, you know, the, everyone, I was, everyone told me, it's like, don't even bother. Just, just, just stay away from it. Not even worth it. So I just stayed away from those. But I know some people that do like those movies so i don't know i mean i think they're they're worth watching oh i'll yeah. watch them at some point for sure but i mean i really liked a lot of the newer ones i really liked rogue one a lot um i, I don't know what i mean solo looks interesting but I, I i'm not really sure how that's gonna be <laughs> but solo looks interesting because of the cast to me not yeah. because of the story if that makes sense i i, yeah. I think it, it needs to be framed the same way as rogue one right that you know it, it needs to be able to stand on its own and not just be, you know, exactly. rehashing but, Han Solo quotes. Yeah, yes, and exactly. it also needs to be something kind of like Rogue One too, where if I don't want to delve in deep, I don't really need to watch Rogue One. Yeah, yeah. But right? I, I know that we're talking about the plans for the like. I, I don't need to watch it to really gain a better understanding. Yeah, it's just an extra piece of the story. It, it wasn't crucial for you to know how they got the I mean, plans, besides but... the Jedi Temple, I guess. I guess that stuff isn't really crucial. I don't know. Maybe it will be by next movie. We don't know that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked Rogue One, though. I thought Rogue One was fun. But, yeah, it was okay. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so I, I, I'm, I'm hopeful, as, I was, as we were saying, that there's, you know, it's not just going to be all screens like you're talking about and that it's not going to just turn into a ride where it's just screens and you're just moving their screens everywhere. You know, that's kind of the bad rap that universal gets a lot is that a lot of the rides now are just, you know, especially the new ones like King Kong and then even fast and furious and, um, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Fallon, though, the Jimmy Fallon, the setup is awesome. The setup of it is awesome. So the ride, I can almost forgive because sometimes when the setup is that good, it doesn't really matter. Um, but King Kong was just uh, crap. Like, (laughs) you know, like my dad, like it broke down and my dad couldn't ride it. And like, I was just like, 
you missed nothing. <laughs> yeah, like you missed absolutely nothing. And I think Fast and the Furious is supposed to be on that same sort of you know level. So, so basically, those rides are like if you got a chair that just you know moved on its own, like had some actuators. If you on the went, no, if you went to IMAX, if you just watched it in IMAX, that's and, pretty and much just lean back about. and forth a little bit. And and you had somebody behind you shaking you and then somebody, you know, spitting on you for the water. With a spray bottle in front of you. We'll go back to that again. You'd be okay. (laughs) I just love the whole idea of a fan and a spray bottle. Just someone standing in front of you doing that. It's just kind of hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, is there anything else we want to say about this before we move on to the next thing? No, because I'm I'm mad about the next thing. Oh, you're mad about this. This is interesting. I actually think this is kind of great. Um, so the fast pass tiers, they haven't been announced for toy story land. However, because they had that 90 day, uh, early fast pass thing that people could buy. Um, some of those folks got a early preview basically of what the fast pass tiers are going to look like at toy story land and what they found. Basically everything's going to be retiered and all. And for those that don't know out there, and I'm sure everyone we're talking to probably understands fast pass system, but, um, you know, for certain parks, uh, you can only, there's tier one and tier two rides. And in the tier ones, you can only pick one fast pass from that group. And then the rest have to come from tier two. So, uh, in the past, it's been like, you know, Toy Story, uh, Tower of Terror, Fantasmic, Rock and Roller Coaster, all the good stuff was in like tier one. So you, you couldn't really do, uh, you know, both two fast passes at the same place that you wanted to, uh, especially with Toy Story. But now with Toy Story Land opening, all of the Toy Story rides are now going to be tier one and everything else is going to be tier two. And for me, I thought this was great because I'm thinking, okay, now I can fast pass Fantasmic and and Toy Story and Rock and Roller Coaster. You know what I mean? But, like, but but here's the thing: even the Toy Story Mania is tier one. Yes, that's dumb. Yep, because because they're bolting it onto the land, right? They're redoing the queue so that you enter in from the Toy yeah, Story but, side. So it's technically. <laughs> yeah, but it's not really a, a new it, ride. It, see, no, it's, it's not, but this not. is the same thing that Pandora did, though, right? Exactly. I mean, at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And it sucks because, you know, you got to fast pass and rope drop. I rope drop. So it doesn't really suck for me, right? But it sucks for people that don't get up at the crack to go. And I think that's where the problem is, is that this is something that I've had a little bit of a problem with in general with Disney, is that there's no way to get around this, where at every other park there's a monetary way to get around this. I, I guess you know, you say Club 33 is a monetary way around it, right? But realistically, <laughs> there, there's there's no true way around it, right? So when I think about going to Bush Gardens or I think about going to Universal, I think about it, it doesn't matter where it is. I, I can quick queue or whatever we want to call it at every other park to do this at a monetary standpoint. So if I really want to go and, and ride, I mean, you, what you're talking about, you really can't, do let's say pandora and toy story land right with all the tier ones in there you couldn't really do them in a day where in theory if you were at another amusement park if you wanted to pay you probably could right i could do a lot of the stuff at universal if i pay excluding just the harry potter rides maybe i think maybe just the two harry potter rides right yeah um i don't know i don't like that they're making it very difficult for me to do stuff they're also making it difficult for me to sleep in because i got a friggin you know, rope drop every day to get on all the rides. <laughs> on on all the rides. Yeah. I, so I understand why they're doing it. I mean, I do too. Yeah. It makes sense. It just, it does it, stink. Cause you can only pick one of those three rides now that you want to go on for. A it, it's crowd control is what it is at the end of yeah. the day. Right. Because you know, if, if they didn't, 
everybody would be in there. Like even if they offered it as a, you know, a paid, a tiered paid experience, everybody would pay for it. They would be like, no, yeah, that's you know, not true. Really? That, you, that you, don't, you don't, you don't think, you don't so, think that all the people that would normally line no. up for this stuff would want no. to be so, in there. So Trevor, I think that part of what I guess, and again, I'm not trying to sound snobby, but I think part of what the three of us don't regularly deal with is, you know, saving for two years to go to Disney, right? Maybe it's DVC, maybe it's something else, whatever the case may be. There's a lot of people that they get to Disney and they're on a strict budget, right? So we can look at just the Facebook pages and see that there's always money saving tips. And listen, everyone likes to save money, but there's people that without saving that money, they're not going. So I think that's probably closer. I'm going to just throw out a crazy number here. And I'm going to say that 70 to 80% of people that are going to Disney are like that. So I don't think right. that, and I don't think that they're going to go in and, and, and do that. And again, people do Disney different. I just would like an option um, to, to, to be able to do something. And even if it was just something where, hey, listen, I just want to go to all three Toy Story rides. If you're going to upcharge me just for that, give me the, you know, give me something called like the Toy Story Pass. And, you know, I can use it once. Because like, a lot of them, Universal is one where you can go on it as many times as you want, excluding the Harry Potter rides, right? So Bush Gardens, they do either one where you, you know, can have like one and they kind of punch it off a ticket or you can go as many times as you want, depending on how much you want to pay. Give me something where you say, hey, listen, we can't give you this unlimited thing, right? Because crowd control still needs to reign somewhere. But hey, if you want to pay a little bit extra, we'll give you one fast pass for each of those rides one time and it's X amount of dollars. That's what I'm kind of looking for. Yeah, I mean, I guess there technically is a way around it because you can do the VIP thing, right? I mean, you could <laughs> pay many hundreds of dollars an hour to do the VIP. Of course, but there, you know, at all the other parks, there's there's a happy medium, right? Where yeah, yeah. it's not thousands. It's, it's, it's not thousands of dollars a day. It's like it's hundreds. Know, yeah. yeah. That's all. I mean, I get it, though, right? I get it with Pandora, but there was two rides. So, again, you can kind of fast pass one, drop the other. Now, here's the thing. If there's three, I've already been on Toy Story Mania so many times that I don't even know if I'll go on. If you give me two other rides and i got a rope drop and go fast pass one, that's fine. I could see that. Yeah, I I also look at it this way. You know, it's – I feel like this is going to be temporary because I'm I'm curious to see what they do with the Mickey ride when it opens – and then what do they do when... That's going to be tier one for sure. You think? I mean, it's got to be, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. but then what do they do when Star Wars lands? I mean, what do they do then? I Everything's mean, tier one. You have to take 10 vacations to go on everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's it. Exactly. <laughs> Otherwise, the stormtroopers throw you in Disney jail. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be in the hotel, and I'm, I'm hoping that the hotel has something like crazy. Yes, give me something special. That, that, would, that would make all good in the world yeah. if that was the case. Well... Um, so I, I, I get, I get the, the, why you'd be upset about this, but I, it's, I think at the same time too, I, I mean, when's, when's the last time you've been able to fast pass tower of terror, rock and roller coaster, star tours, phantasmic all in one tier. Well, I mean, phantasmic's you know, stupid, so I don't need to do that. <laughs> well, it's, that's actually one of the few fast passes I would do for a show because it is so popular and you do have to get in line so early for it and you do get a nice viewing area for it, but Outside of that, I mean, I wouldn't do many other ones. But no, the problem that I usually have is is that so we either do Tower of Terror or Rock and Roller Coaster, and then just wait the other one out, right? Yeah, I get that. Okay, so I think we talked enough about Fast Passes at Toy Story Land. Uh, I think it's going to be interesting to see how this kind of develops over the next year or so here to see what happens when Mickey comes out. And I mean, I guess it's theoretically we could end up getting to a point where it's like Magic Kingdom, right, where there's no tears at all. 
I don't know. Maybe that's possible. Probably not. But uh, we actually talked last episode about a new segment we wanted to do because Damon loves theme parks and loves talking about theme parks and loves going to theme parks. So, but you know, this show's completely about Disney, but we wanted to do a segment uh, where Damon talks a little bit about some of his other theme park adventures and Trevor decided to name this Damon's Detours. So this is our very first segment, Damon's Detours. Yay. So Yeah, I'm excited I, I, I for I might this. actually talk about television sometimes too. <laughs> especially if it relates to disney yeah. well but that will at least relate to disney so you know what technically it's a pretty open-ended damon's detours like is an open-ended name so i guess you can make it whatever you want right <laughs> i like that so Great. i'm gonna be going to bush gardens um i guess next sunday so that will be really fun and actually what i'm looking forward to is going for the new ride so 2018 has the battle for See, and, and here's the thing. It, is it Era, Erie? I, I've heard it pronounced both ways, but it actually is just um, the battle for Ireland. Oh, okay. So, so I, I think the, the official um, pronunciation is, is Era, and it's like I said, that's the official name that was for is Ireland. Is it like E-I-R-A? The thir- is that it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that's what Ireland, I guess, was called between the 30s and 40s, I guess, before it became the Republic of Ireland. Anyway, so this is a VR ride, and... What it seems like, and again, I have not been there yet, but it seems like you're in something kind of like Star Tours, but with a VR headset for each person. And there's fairies and some dragons and some things like that. So it's going to be this combination, and I'm kind of looking forward to it, but in this way where I think like I could be really sick, so I don't know. I'm hoping it's kind of synced up so good that I'm not going to be sick. But what this makes me feel like is, if this ride is, is off the hook, I'm going to be even more disappointed in Pandora. Um, but again, they're doing something a little different. So you are in this like kind of Star Tours-y sort of thing with people. But again, since you have a headset on, you're not going to really know that you're there with them. But hmm. I'm going to report back on this ride and, and again, kind of give it a little bit um, more of a relation to how it you know interacts with Disney. So this my detour this time is, is really just a, a pre a pre-detour, a pre-detour, just letting you know of where <laughs> I'm going and what to expect. And actually, hopefully by next uh, next episode, I'll be able to report a little bit more on uh, this ride. So I'll be interested to see because I know Disney came out and said that they really don't want to do VR, and the reason, part of the reason, was because of uh, like just the loading times of of the VR type rides because. You know, you got to take the headsets think, off and clean yep. them, and then you know. Like and that I think whole thing. I think what they did was is because you have that Star Tours type loading system, you can get a lot of people on rather quickly, is what I'm thinking. Um, and I don't know if there's more than one um, contraption. I, you know, I don't even know what you would call it. Yeah, I, I don't know enough about it. Um, <laughs> oh, but I don't know if there's more than one of them. But that being said, it, I think it's more going to be like, how do you keep people from breaking the VR headsets, right? Like I don't exactly. Know. But we will have to go and check this out. That's part of what I'm going to be doing in the next two weeks, barring any sort of bad weather. On that I'm imagining the goggles are all suspended from the ceiling, and you just kind of bring them down, and so they're on like a wired system. They 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 kind of look like some like you know some Oculus type yeah. goggles. If I if I you know what I mean. So it is going to be interesting. But again, if it's something that Bush Gardens can pull off. Um, rather well, it, you know, it, it's going to be, it, it will definitely be interesting. So I'm going to have to rope drop that. And since we're a few hours away, it's going to be an early morning um, to get there <laughs> in time. And I'm also debating between this whole, do I go and get um, a season pass or not? 
So that's going to be something else. I'm going to make that decision in the next week because you can pay the you know monthly season pass. I want to say the middle season pass is like $17 and includes the water park, which again is one of my favorite water parks. Sorry, Disney, but I, I love the Bush Gardens and Water Country USA is awesome. Um, and it also, I think, may include Aquatica, which is part of that reason why I was thinking about getting it since we will be going down uh, in August to Disney and trying to do one of the other water parks. Not that I don't like the water parks at Disney. I've just been there so many times that I kind of want something new. So the prequel detour, expect a report barring any unpleasant weather that uh, I will be able to let you know how this new ride is. All right. Well, it's, I think it's a good first edition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to. Do you have any Ducktales things to <laughs> rant about? I'm sorry, Trevor. <laughs> no, Ducktales has been over for a while. Like, the <laughs> only thing I can rant about is that I'm it's kidding. not back yet. Um, oh, so you you turned the corner on that one? Did you start liking it towards the end? Um, I, I would say that I, I I started to like it towards the end a, a little bit better than you know some of those beginning episodes because there's some there's an overarching storyline again for people that don't know me there's few things i don't like i don't like prequels because i already know what's going to happen hate that boring and i also don't (laughs) like one-off episodes of cartoons anymore gravity falls has ruined that right in in a good way like i need a real cartoon that's got some arc in it you know if that's the sort of show you're going for um and i think they are so yeah i started to get a little bit you know got a little arc going in there with you know magica and all that so i think that will be interesting looking forward to it all right cool trevor i'm sorry i stepped on you before what were you gonna say no i i was just saying i'm i'm, I'm looking forward to hearing either how good or how horrible this experience is because i've never been to bush gardens first of all so i have okay. no concept of what kind of stuff they even have there but yeah i i want to hear if this like i i don't get to hear about this kind of stuff often enough so yeah and, 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 you know, the best thing about me is I am not going to hold back any punches. It will be what it is, right? I mean, I'll definitely let you know. All right. It, cool. So if it's good, Bush it's, Gardens should pay you to do their commercials. That's right. Well, what's funny, I, I tell this to my wife as well. Like, so she asked me about some, again, and now we're definitely tangenting, but like, she asked me about an outfit, right? And I go, no, it looks horrible. And she's like, why are you such a jerk? I go, see, the thing <laughs> is, is that when I tell you something looks nice, don't you have like a special feeling about that because you know it's really true? <laughs> like it's the same thing with I try to live that way in most of what I do, right? Like it is what it is. You don't have to like what I said, but that's what it is. But it's so. the truth at the end so of yes, the day. Yes, if, right? if it's good, I will let you know. And if it's bad, I'll let you know as well. <laughs> Love it. Love it. So uh, thank you, Damon, for doing that. We appreciate it. Uh, we're going to do uh, right after this right now. Uh, we're we're going to do our next, uh, maybe last episode for now of right, yeah, Trevor, I, of traveling international. Yeah, I think this will be my last episode before our trip. So, so for those that um, have been keeping up is that we have a trip planned at the beginning of May. So we're kind of getting into the last couple of weeks. Wait, hold on. I have an inter- interruption here. Don't you have another trip planned after that? Uh, I have one planned for next January. So January 2019 okay. is our okay. next one. So, so yeah, this is our... Okay. Sorry. Sorry oh, about that's, that. That's fine. So, yeah, it, this is our, our big trip for, for 2018. Um, so the last thing I wanted to talk about, it, and this actually... So this didn't happen to me, but um, uh, um, somebody else that I know, um, they went down to Mexico. They bought... Uh, I think it was sunscreen or something, and they end up having an allergic reaction to it, which I never really thought about this in the past. And like, so again, coming from an international standpoint, as you know, we have 
stuff that, um, like, I mean, in Canada, I guess, you know, a lot of the products that we buy, you know, sunscreen, stuff like that, generally the same as what you buy in the States. However, um, I do notice that there is a difference when we get down there uh, on some of the products that, that we're looking for. So, um, so just kind of a, th- um, I, I guess my last thought with uh, around traveling is that um, one, if you need any kind of stuff, so whether it be medicine, um, like any of that kind of stuff, it's probably best to try and make sure that you have the things you need ahead of time. Because again, traveling internationally, you may not be able to find what you need necessarily, or it may look like the same product, but there may be a slight variation, and you can end up end up you know having an adverse reaction to it, and. I mean, for me, you know, if I had an allergic reaction while I was down in Disney, I would not be very happy. Um, that's actually also why, like, in, in the meantime, I've, I kind of looked at, um, we bought some new products this time around. So, like, some different uh, medicines and stuff like that, that that we're planning to take with us. And so, I actually took it upon myself just to test them to, like, like the, the topical ones and whatnot, just to test them to make sure that, you know, that I'm not going to have a reaction to them ahead of time. Because again, when you're, when you're getting down there, um, you don't want to, you know, buy something and then get down there and then find out that, you know, it's not going to work for you because that's a waste of money and, and a waste of your time. Um, also in the same vein, I actually went backpack shopping. Uh, <laughs> um, what was it last week or the week before? And, uh, we bought some new backpacks kind of along the same line too, is that, uh, uh, I wanted to buy them because we've had a backpack that we used for for a long time, but we wanted to switch it out because it's getting worn out and everything. But I did actually put a lot of effort into finding a good hiking backpack, believe it or not, because you don't you don't want to you know again get down there, find out that the backpack that you're using is not comfortable, it doesn't work, and then you, you kind of screw yourself for the whole trip, right? You're so stuck with it. You're stuck yeah, with it. yeah. So, so yeah, I guess, I guess those are the kind of things that, um, again, uh, coming from a much further destination, you do want to think about these things as you're packing because, um, yeah, you don't just want to buy something and go, I hope this will work when I, when I get down there and then you're stuck, you know, you're in a hotel room, you don't necessarily know where to go to replace it. And it just, it just makes your, your trip a lot more difficult than it has to be, I guess. Yeah, that's 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 interesting. Uh, can you give us a quick recap too of of what your trip is uh, like? Where are you staying? What's what's it going to look like? Uh, do you have like any dinner reservations? Yeah. Like so so the the full rundown of our trip is we're staying at the Polynesian. So this is our first official DVC stay. Uh, first yeah. one. Finally, no hurricanes. Yeah, this time. I don't. I really hope there's not going to be any hurricanes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's outside I'm, of hurricane. I'm pretty season. sure. I think yeah. you're going to be okay. So yeah, we're staying at the Polynesian. Um, the places that we're going for dinner. So we're going to Ohana because we didn't get to go to Ohana last time. Uh, we're also going to, um, what's it called? The garden grill in, uh, Epcot. So that's the, the rotating character, yeah, character dining, the rotating yep. thing. And then we're also doing the, uh, fifties primetime diner in Hollywood studios. Oh, I love yeah. that. Yeah. And, and so my wife was actually very, um, uh, she wasn't sure about that one. And cause she, she wanted to go back to sci-fi diner because she really likes sci-fi diner, but I convinced her, you know, we should try and, and, you know, try all the different restaurants. Right. Yeah. And then make yeah, a decision. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, in addition to that, we are doing another dessert party this time. I know we did a dessert party on our last trip, but we are doing the, uh, 
the um, Garden View fireworks party. So that's the one where um, you, you have desserts at Tomorrowland Terrace, and then they take you out to a viewing area, kind of right in like right in the hub. And so oh, you get a okay. you get a, a, a roped off area in the hub where you can watch the fireworks from. That was like the area that I don't I don't think you can fast pass this anymore. You used to be able to fast pass wishes, and then I think they stopped doing that. Yeah. And so I guess that's that's the area that they put you in now, which is good because the view from Tomorrowland Terrace is not always great, just because there's trees, there's obstructions, and things like that. So that's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's the extent of our our big things. Oh, and actually, sorry, one last thing. Um, we also booked the Void for the uh, Secrets of the Empire experience. Uh, so yeah, I can't wait for the review of that. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely let you know. It kind of I guess the same as Damon. I might yeah. have to. <laughs> Yeah, I might have to skip out on listening to that, like kind of like you did with some of the other stuff. <laughs> you know, I keep it vague. Yeah, keep to it avoid vague. Some of that yeah, I, I guess I'll, I'll try not to be spoilery about it, but um, I mean, I'll, I'll definitely let you know if it's good or if it's bad, or, or you know, it, kind of the same as your your Bush Gardens thing, right? So, yeah, yeah. But see, you're, I don't see you going to Bush Gardens, so I don't think I have to worry about. That yeah, too much, no. Right? <laughs> 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 I'm I'm psyched for you to do that. I, everything I've seen, I can't it seems Tom like it's doesn't amazing. go to Bush Gardens. I, I don't understand. I, it's not even that far. <laughs> <laughs> we go to Car- We have Carowinds right down the street from us. It's Carowinds you know sucks, man. It's a good park. It's a it's a nice park. But you know you know what Carowinds again. I'm surprised to even hear you say that because Trevor Carowinds is all about super high, tall, fastest roller coasters. I didn't say I go on any of those things. You know, yeah, there's exactly. like three what do you things even I do there. I think there's yeah. like three or four things I do there. Like bumper cars are there. That's exactly. Good. So how is so that you, what, good? You buy like there's a, a plan- churro and call it a day. Or I yeah, mean, pretty much. <laughs> I just love I just love amusement parks. So I, I enjoy. I do. All they have it. Snoopy there, right? I think they do. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's the only thing that I, I haven't been to Carowinds, um, but I, I do love me the Snoopy. So <laughs> I, I'll have to do something because again, Bush Gardens has Sesame Street. No. Oh, okay. Which, Hmm. But but no Snoopy. Snoopy's far better than Sesame Street. I hate to tell everybody. <laughs> Tangent. My, my kid um, likes yeah. Snoopy more as well, so I'd, I'd agree with you. I, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. I like Snoopy too. Um, all right, well, awesome. Uh, anything else you want to mention, Trevor? I'm nope, sorry. That, that's the sum of it. I'll, I'll be letting you guys know after. So not. I'll be here for the next episode, but then the next uh, the episode after that, I'll have a summary of how it went down. Awesome. Yep. All right, so uh, so we're going to end like we always do, and that's with talking about rumors. And we kind of mentioned earlier in this episode a little bit about uh, the Star Wars Hotel. And, you know, I remember a while ago, the D23 episode we did, um, we had a guest on from one of the Disney groups, Chris. And I remember he was like, I don't think this is going to happen. Like, I think it's going to be one of those things that gets canceled, you know, that it's not going to happen. Well, the rumor is, not rumor, this is real. Uh, permits have been filed to clear land at a possible site for the Star Wars Hotel. So, well, you just really hung Chris out to dry for no reason. No, huh? no, I'm not hanging Chris out to dry. I love Chris, man. He was fun to have on. I'd like to have him on again. No, but I, I, it's funny because he mentioned that because things do get canceled. Mm-hmm. They get announced all the time. And this is so ambitious, right? I mean, this is such an ambitious project that I, I could see it getting canceled. Uh, and, you know, I, we didn't we didn't have this as a topic on the show, but the Main Street, uh, not the Main Street, but the, the, the theater that was going to be built in magic kingdom has apparently now been canceled so this is an example of something that has was announced and then later canceled but this looks like it's going to happen uh so the permit calls for clearing land in an area right behind where the show buildings are for star wars land i don't know what else they'd be putting there kind of seems like it's going to be the place where they put it my question is i i still want to know how they're going to get guests 
into like what's the hotel going to look out like on the outside how are they going to get guests into star wars land without like ruining the magic like they're not going to throw them on a bus you know <laughs> no it's going to be it's going to be connected yeah. to star wars land there's no doubt about that i mean i think that they're going to be looking towards star wars land because star wars land is so huge like height wise anyway I, I think that it's going to be perfect like the thing that I'm hoping is that we get some sort of, and again, I say we because I will be going. When that bad boy opens, I'm there. Um, <laughs> some sort of special entrance and some sort of special hours. I have a feeling we're going to get special hours. It's got to be, there. right? That's just gotta my be. thought. got to be. Yeah. Again, I love those extra perks that like I can buy. Those are the best, right? So sign me so up. So two thoughts on this is one, um, th- the view doesn't really matter that much because a lot of the rooms are going to have the space view. So, really, it could just look like a concrete building from the outside, and you're still going to have to go outside, though. There's still going to be balconies or something to that. Well, no. So, uh, according to some of the, you're going to be in space, according to though. some of the pictures, yeah. is that you don't actually have a balcony. You just have a window that looks out into space from your room. So, there's not necessarily going to be an outside view on some of the rooms. I'm sure they're going to have probably some preferred ones that look over. So to it's going to be like a bunker. Yeah. I, be like it'll a bunker, be a concrete building, and there will be a concrete hallway that will lead from the building to Star Wars land, going underneath whatever structures they need to go underneath. But it'll be decorated nice, so it all looks cohesive with the theme, and it'll dump you out into Star Wars land. That's my bet. <laughs> I I feel like to make this really cool, they have to have like some sort of like trackless like vehicle that takes you in between. Like I, I feel like it's so much cooler if you like. Are on on some sort of transport that takes you there. Nah, that's let very me walk Star Wars. Or, away for that crap. Or it, it like the um, like the thing at the Orlando airport, the little tram that they have that goes back and forth between yeah. the terminals. I could see something like that. Maybe I'm thinking people mover. That's that's my thought. I'm thinking <laughs> like just like the people Bring mover in Magic Kingdom. Yeah. yeah, just like a Star Wars themed people mover that takes you there. <laughs> but I mean, I, walking is probably the way it's going to be. I, I'm more curious how it's going to look on the outside by like when you drive up to it. Like, I, I, there's got to be some. It's going to be a big concrete bunker. It's be a big. I, I know, like, but like, like big gray said. building. <laughs> you, won't, <laughs> yeah, you won't know. Well, I, I almost like. Do you think, or maybe you won't even. Because, you know, like when you pull up to resort, you pull up and you see the outside theme of the resort. I can't imagine it's just going to be concrete. Like, I, I just wonder Wait, how they're going to do I don't think you're going to be able to pull up to the resort. Like, I don't think or Maybe it's you pull be straight underground places. or something yeah, like, like that. I, like either you have that to... or like you're in the parking lot and you from the parking lot you have to get there somehow. I, I think it's going to be, yeah. yeah I, I don't know where. I mean, yeah, I feel like they're going to have somewhere else that they're parking people. And then, yeah, they ship you into the building has to yeah. be right I, I, I because I, but, I think that the, the thing i'm more concerned about is the price <laughs> exorbitant yeah. it's gonna be huge a lot <laughs> yeah. i don't think so again i i think like my 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 spidey sense tells me that like we're looking at like maybe what did we say three it's a three-day experience well i i don't know i i don't we're know guessing. That's let's just call it like, all right let's just guess a three-day experience figure it's going to be like for a family of five fifteen hundred dollars a day i kind of feel like that's where we're going to be at yeah um, and is that really all that bad i mean for something immersive like that if it's all inclusive no yeah i i'd go for it i i think so with five people i think that my number is 10 if it's over that then i can't i just i can't bring it upon myself but if it's under 10 like yeah i can do it I think it, I mean, I can't see it being, it's going to be expensive, but I don't, I don't know if it's going to be that expensive. 
Yeah, that, that's like I said, that's the limit I have in my head. And you know what? I kind of comparing it to a cruise, right? What's a cruise on a like a, a cruise for like a, you know Disney cruise for that amount of time is is less than that. But I mean, if you got like a really awesome room, maybe you're at like eight, seven, eight, maybe four yeah. days. That might be a four day cruise, six, seven, eight, somewhere in there. So like I, I think, yeah, I think that I could compare it to a cruise for myself as long as it's somewhere in the cruise pricing, then I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I mean, because this is going to be, I almost just said, an out-of-this-world experience. <laughs> it might as well work for Disney marketing. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just got grossed out in my own head that I was going to say that. Well, you got to <laughs> use the right voice if you're going to say it. Yeah. going to be out of this world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's uh, wait, d- doesn't Mickey say something like that when you're on the People Mover and you go through the one yeah. gift shop? Yeah, he says, yeah, it's out of it this totally world. Does. It's out of this world. Yeah, that's my best. I won't even attempt um, to make you boys. No, that wasn't that wasn't my best. I can do better. But <laughs> um, I, I just think this is cool. I'm, I'm glad that they're working on it because I think a lot of people were wondering, all right, well, where's this thing going to go? Are they going to start building it? When's this going to happen? You know, um, I do you think this is a day one thing? Do you think this is going to be open when the park opens? I don't mm. know. Well, we're talking next year, right? I mean, do you think they can have this? We're talking late. I mean, we're they're saying right now f- probably fall of next year that Star Wars Land's going to open because the one in the Disney World version is well behind the Disneyland version. A couple months, they're saying. Right. So, so I mean, we're talking, you know, a year and three months, three, four months. Yeah. Six. Yeah. Three, five, four or five months. Yeah, at least. I mean, look, if you look at like, look at the Riviera Resort, the, the DVC Resort, right? They're, that's I mean, they they were just breaking ground on that when I was there last year and they're still doing structure on like they haven't even done outside walls or anything. And that's, I mean, we're coming up on a year for that here in September. That's true. Yeah. That's, that's getting there though. I mean, they are almost done with the structure of that thing and that is a massive hotel. Yeah. But then you have to do all the, the internal, all the inside. And and the thing is, is Riviera is a lot less complex because you know, uh, Star Wars Hotel is going to have a lot of, I'm sure, custom and interactive things as well. So it's not just a simple screens. And, you don't just yeah. you know build a room. There's a whole bunch of other stuff that has to go into it. I don't, I don't see it being day one with the the park. I I think this is phase two. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think they're gonna they're gonna use a lot of what they learn about the park and the people to do it too. I think you know why would you not want more information when you're building something like? Oh this? yeah. That's true. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. I I think it'll be cool, too, if they can, if the things that you do in the park, you know, they talk about this building reputation thing, if those will affect your hotel experience, too. I'm not sure if they've actually said if that's going to work that way, but that'll be cool, too. So... Oh, well. All right, fellas, I'm done. I, and I, don't, I don't care enough about Club 33 until the money's in my pocket that I can buy it. <laughs> and um, I don't know how you have, unfortunately, somebody passing away as in our rumor section I, or is that it's oh no not, it's not it's, it's its own not. section no, it's its no, own no. Section. no. It, i feel better yeah. about that. <laughs> it's it's kind of a bummer to start when we're talking to start the show yeah, by talking about somebody passing away but um yeah. you know it's a little bit easier at the i end, love but. me the figment though yeah. so that's my take on that's that, true so. and and so really quickly here what well, we can wrap this up um and because this is not something we really need to talk a lot about um, but basically, we've been talking a lot about Club 33 the past couple shows. Uh, it seems like there's some confirmation that the 
location at Animal Kingdom is going to be uh, at the, which I didn't even know. I'm not going to lie. I didn't know there was a lounge, uh, a secret lounge in the dinosaur attraction. I had no idea um, <laughs> that it was the McDonald's lounge, apparently. Wait, who, can, who can go there? What's that? Who can go there? I guess McDonald's executives or, or and okay. their guests. Yeah, that, that, that's how good it <laughs> I don't is, know. right? That's how, how attractive it is. Yeah. So they're going to redo that whole thing, I'm sure. I'm sure they're not going to leave it as the McDonald's lounge. But apparently they're going to be redoing that, and it's going to be in the dinosaur attraction. So that's the that's the rumor. Um, but the death that um, Damon was talking about is uh, the voice of the Dreamfinder from the original Figment ride uh, died at, at 83. He he wasn't just the voice for, of the of the um, Dreamfinder either. He was a pretty epic voice. Yeah, actor. he he did a few things around the park, didn't he? He did. Uh, so he did that. Uh, he also did... Oh, man, he, he's done a lot of different stuff. Um, he was... What is this? Let's see here. Uh, he's one of the Heffalumps, which, you know, when I was a kid, I was terrified of the Heffalumps <laughs> and Winnie the Pooh. I really was. They scared me. Duckworth from DuckTales, this guy did. Mm. Yeah, which is, is sad. Um, he was Santa Claus in, in, uh, in Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas. I mean, this guy was a pretty epic voice actor, and but, you know, he was most known for being the Dream Finder. Uh, and, you know, we are big Figment fans on the, on this show, so... Uh, so you know. Some bigger than others, because they keep their stuff in condition. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would argue that mine is... Uh, my fandom is bigger, because I but, had to take him out of the, out of the box. But yours is no longer in mint condition. The only thing you could have done was have purchased two of them, and then you could have <laughs> upped your game enough. I should have done that. If I were in person, I would have bought two, but... Um, I think I might have as well, <laughs> but anyway, this is this this is uh, this is you know a sad thing. Um, but you know he was a one of the one of the uh, more legendary Digi- Disney people. Um, so Chuck McCann at eighty three, uh, you know, passed away. So so that's a, a sad way to end the show today. But uh, if, if you want to wrap us up here, Trevor, we can uh, we can get out of here. Uh, yeah, sure. So um, again, as as usual, we do love hearing from you guys. So keep the comments coming, keep the emails coming. Um, you can find us on email at welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, I'm going to skip over the website because that's not a thing anymore. Uh, what? Well, wait, it's not, it's not that it's not well, a thing. Either you make a joke about not, it or you mention it. You don't have any well, other option. there's the joke. It's not a thing anymore because we don't use it. If, <laughs> if you want to go to welcomehomepodcast.com, you can go there, but it's not very exciting. But, but, see, but hold on, but hold on. But there's there's small little tidbits about our personality that if you don't go, you'll never know. Yeah. That's right. There's Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. Easter, Easter, Easter eggs. eggs. Yes. Uh, if if you're eggs. interested in irrelevant information about the guys talking to you uh, right now. You know, I'm, I'm going to say, you know what? I might actually put some more Easter eggs on there and that could be our thing with the website. Oh, I love All right, it. do it, man. Idea. Absolutely. Yeah. Great. But idea. I like hide them under like broken. Leaves. <laughs> no, <go ahead. laughs> Hidden videos yeah. and bios. And <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, obviously if, if you want to check out our, our website, that's great, but we are also uh, on Facebook. That's where we are most of the time. Uh, so on Facebook, you can find us at welcome home podcast. We do have a Twitter account that, we don't really use because I think we all suck at Twitter. That one I'll give you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That one whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know if I suck at Twitter personally, but. Well, okay. I, <laughs> that, that hurts my feelings a little bit. podcast, we suck at Twitter. Hey, everybody else, I got 20,000 followers on my other Twitter account. <laughs> all right. Our, t- our Twitter Trevor's account. not giving me any, any, any love on that. Our Twitter account basically reposts everything we post on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, so, so I guess awesome. I guess whatever we post on Facebook yeah. is on there. And so that's Welcome Home Pod. Um, same thing with Instagram is that anything we post on Facebook ends up on Instagram as well, which is at Welcome Home Pants. Yes, it does, because I set that up. 
Oh, that Trevor yes. did that. That's yes. awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, so we are on all those platforms. Um, but obviously, yeah, if you want to talk to us, um, Facebook is probably the best way to get a hold of us or by our email. And uh, as usual, so if, if you did find us on iTunes or uh, Google Play or whatever, um, we do like reviews. Um, reviews help us get more visibility, helps more people find the podcast. So um, please leave us a review if you got a chance. Yeah, we have close to five stars right now on iTunes, so let's keep that up. Um, <laughs> just one person, I think, gave us four stars for being too long. So, But... You know, we always we hear from people that they want more of us. So, we, you know, we just try to give you more in one episode. Anyway, <laughs> uh, don't, for, don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, anywhere you get your podcasts. Just search for Welcome Home Podcast. We will pop right up and uh, you'll be able to download all of our episodes. Hopefully you've subscribed though and you get a you listen to us every time a new one comes out. Uh, just a reminder, as always, Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We're not employed by the Walt Disney Company and as such, all opinions we express on this show are our own. So please con- consult a DVC representative, a Disney cast member, call Disney directly uh, for more information about anything we talked about here today. Like, like, like what Tom had to do. Oh yeah, exactly. I, I reached out to DVC for comment. Exactly. Um, you know, Exactly. So, because I needed some clarification. So, uh, you know, please do that if you if you can. Uh, Damon, you have anything you want to plug? I don't know. I'm doing a lot of interviews at BSC Kids. Actually, some stuff from Black Panther and some other movies. So, uh, come over and check out our interviews. And like I said, my my puppet has been doing some test work for his Disney stuff. So he's getting closer to you know really. Does yeah, the puppet he, look he, like you? Is it is no, it a puppet the, of the you? Pu- no, okay. No, that would be too awesome. What <laughs> about that? So the the break the internet. It break the internet. Break the internet. So if you go to bscekids.com, we do have a logo, and in that logo is two like anime, a boy and a girl. He is based off of the boy in the anime kind of drawing we have for our logo. Actually, to a T, done by somebody that used to work on the Muppets, by the way. So cool. it's awesome. Yeah. So so stay tuned. He's been doing some demo work. He's getting closer. Nice. Can't wait to see him. Well, uh, yeah, me too. Uh, so uh, don't you know? Join us next time uh, for more Disney Parks discussion. Of course, more DVC talk. We hope to see y'all real soon. This is Skipper Albert Awall, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. How she can cuddle is no man's affair. Looked around from pole to pole, found her in a sugar bowl.